Hello there, everybody. It's me, Gary Kidney, the co-host of You've Got to Be Kidding Me on the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. And I am Liam Jones, my full name, and I am also a part of the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network as a co-host, but you've got to be kidding me. We are a TNA history podcast that covers TNA one month at a time. We cover all the drama, all the matches, all the Vince Russo nonsense you could ever want in your life. Have you you heard of TNA? I bet you have. But would it be funnier if two people made jokes over it the whole time? Probably. So if that sounds like fun to you, check it out on this very Voices of Wrestling podcasting network, and Liam will do bits and whatnot. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Welcome to a bonus episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Hungy here on the Voice of Wrestling Podcasting Network. My name is Tyler Fornis, and with me as always is my co-host, Fred, who asked the question, top guy out. And if you don't know, uh, we are here with some breaking news. Cash Wheeler has been arrested in the state of Florida on one count of aggravated assault with a firearm. Here's what we know so far. He was booked in circuit court. Uh, and he has a hearing, according to John L., but later this afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Um, according to county records, Wheeler's alleged offense was committed on July 27th, and a warrant was issued July 28th for his arrest. On August 3rd, his attorneys issued a written plea of not guilty, and his appearance at a pretrial conference was waived on that day. His arrest affidavit was filed today, August 18th, and a first appearance of court is expected, as I mentioned earlier. Um, AEW issued a statement to the Sentinel, Orlando Sentinel, which is who is reporting the story, which reads, AEW has been made aware of the charge and we are closely monitoring the situation. Wheeler is fully cooperating with local authorities. And Fred, what a time for this to happen. Boy, uh, absolutely the the, the worst timing possible. Um, Now, there's just still so much up in the air, even with just the situation. So let's roll through it a little bit with the leading caveat. I am not a a lawyer. I just read casually about law stuff because I'm a friggin' nerd. Um, So first of all, he has not been convicted of anything. This This is an accusation where he has been arrested. We don't have any details on what the actual incident was. Um, I'm not going to launch into all the jokes that are going around Twitter because this is a serious thing and uh, not just from the standpoint of like what's going to happen to the all out or all in. I keep saying they're all in all in show, uh, but just their careers going forward and, um, you know, just so many different things. So his life, basically. Um, Now, another thing to keep in mind with Florida is that is pretty famously a state that has a stand your ground slash castle doctrine slash, uh, you know, whatever term. Self-defense, basically. Self-defense law, yeah. Um, So I don't know how that would play into this. Again, not a lawyer, don't have any facts. So that's all very specious, but it is something to keep in mind uh, going forward. Um, so I would think, you know, often, you know, with, with him, his, his deal is that he is a guy that has to travel for his, his job. And my, you know, I, I imagine that courts typically 
are flexible with that, except for like really super serious, you know, like murder level charges, essentially, um, in terms of like allowing them to travel. So I would also, I don't think, again, this is uh, an amateur understanding. I apologize if this is incorrect. I don't think this would affect the legality of him entering the United Kingdom because he has not been convicted. Uh, as of now, it's just a charge he is facing. He's being arrested for. Um, so, all that being said, uh, I can I, I I would normally say I cannot imagine, but with the way some things have been going recently, who knows? But I, I really can't imagine him still appearing on All In, given this charge. Um, I mean, it is a felony charge, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so that's bad, <laughs> legally speaking. <laughs> Let me counter you with this, Fred, is speaking specifically about the all-in card, because we don't know anything about the incident. If you can hear my mm-hmm. dogs in the background, they are playing, which is a really good sign, considering Eclair's been with us a month. But it, we don't know anything, so it's really hard to speculate about anything the future of you know cash wheeler with AEW the future of him at all in mm-hmm. but also on top of that AEW seems to have known about this for some time because the incident happened should three have known weeks ago <laughs> should so have if, known if a- let's, let's clarify let's, that <laughs> let's go by the hypothesis that AEW knew and if yeah. AEW knew they still booked the match they so did. they they would have the understanding of what the optics are, and let's be honest, optics in professional wrestling are a lot different than optics in other sports, whether fair or foul. That's just a fact of life. It's true. The match was in theory, and I use the air quotes here, booked knowing that this was coming down the pipeline. So I'm I'm not convinced that he's going to be off all in. I bet that this match goes as planned as of right now. Now, what? here's what can change. You mentioned the UK probably will still let him in the country because he is not a convicted felon mm-hmm. right now. He is only charged with the felony. They right. are two completely different things in, in terms of what the law states. Now, what could really complicate things is what happens if in his arraignment, his bail agreement, he can't leave the country or he can't leave the yeah. state. Obviously, Those are that real would... things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I can say, uh, looking up the statute, he's uh, charged under for Florida. Uh, Okay, so this is a third-degree felony. Um, And it's defined uh, as an aggravated assault is an assault, A, with a deadly weapon without intent to kill, or B, with an intent to commit a felony. Uh, To a person who commits aggravated assault, commits a felony of the third degree, punishable as provided in uh, other statutes. And for the purposes of sentencing under Chapter 921, a violation of the section committed by a person acting in furtherance of a riot or an aggravated riot, uh, which I don't think will apply here. So I'll just stop there. Uh, This is uh, pretty serious, though. Um, Now, I will say you will hear, you know, this is the the way practically any time a crime gets reported in the media, you will hear the maximum sentence. And those very rarely are doled out. Um, Just... uh, as a point of reference there too so don't get too much of your dander up um so but yes going back to your point yeah there are two possibilities here essentially one he did not tell AEW and is as dumb as Enzo Amore uh 
uh, when he faced his problem several years ago with WWE, and that basically ended his career there and his having a really solid career anywhere uh, after that date. Um, and, You're telling uh, me MLW, the place where the world never stops, isn't a solid career choice, Fred? It seems like he's always popping in and out of there, though. So that's that's what I'm saying there. Um, anyways, back to Cash. He, either he didn't tell AEW, which would have been incredibly dumb, or he did, and they did book this match, which I think would be incredibly dumb of AEW. Uh, maybe they thought that they could skate by through the big show and not have this pop up, which I don't know why they thought that. Um, I mean, I don't think that they just scheduled today's hearing or anything like this morning, so... Um, but yeah, it is 1151 Eastern time on August 18th as we record this. So there's still the hearing to have today. We'll see what happens with that. We'll discuss that next Wednesday or Thursday or whenever we get to record on our normal show. Um, but I don't know, man. I think that there'll be enough backlash online and Mr. Tony Khan is uh, extremely online. Uh, Mr. Mr. Tweet Asaurus. Um, in the hobby. It's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking, ah, maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy slab packs at Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. I was able to open an Arena Club slab pack, and and I'll be honest, it was a lot better than what you normally do. Say you go to a card show, and there's a random innocuous brown bag of cards, and yeah, you can open it, and look, it's going to be junk. You're, you, you know what I mean? Like, you know what you're probably going to get in those. Maybe you find that fun. And sometimes I do. Sometimes I like just opening up cards and saying, oh, hey, look at some random cards or whatever. But if you're really in this game to to find value and find particular cards, it sucks to have to buy these mystery packs. And it ends up being, you know, almost nothing. You know, nothing of value. Not with Arena Club. You can display, again, of all available cards, hit rates, grading. So you know that when you're opening up the slab pack, you are going to get something valuable. You are getting something good. And Arena Club, in addition to having those great slab packs we just talked about, is also a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying, all that sort of stuff. But those Arena Club slab packs, man, they are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your polls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling, and you can have them officially graded by Arena Club as well. So again, setting these things off, it's going to be officially graded by Arena Club. And the Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent with full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform that you have to check out. So right now, I've got a special offer here for Voices of Wrestling Network listeners. You can get 10% off of your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Now, that's a crazy offer. That's 10% off a $400 slab pack. $40 off right there. 10% off your first purchase. No matter what that purchase is, 10% off. Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net. Arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club. And we thank them for sponsoring the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. 
What's going on, guys? This is Rich from the Flagship Podcast here on the Voice of Wrestling Podcast Network. If I could have a moment of your time, I'd like to tell you about one of our sponsors, Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock is a smart lock, a 2K camera, and a doorbell, all three-in-one, offering you triple security. So you can have everything in one device rather than installing many pieces on your front door. But it's not just for security. Eufy Video Lock is also for convenience. No more concerns about losing keys, and you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated cameras. Some other great features we love about the Eufy Video Lock is it is easy to install and set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. Keyless entry, no more fumbling for keys when your hands are full. You never have to worry about kids losing keys or passing among renters. You also have 0.3 second, 0.3 second fingerprint recognition and one second unlocking again 0.3 seconds it's going to recognize your fingerprints and in one second it's going to unlock and with the ai self-learning chip embedded the more you use it the more accurate it will be also no battery anxiety you have a rechargeable battery in there that could last around four months and you will get a low battery notification before it runs out uh, passcode unlocking a remote control with the 2k clear sight see who's at your door and control from anywhere through the Eufy app. With enhanced night vision, you can have optimized view even in the evening. You can also secure your package delivery by view and two-way audio. And then best of all, no monthly fee. A bunch of other brands out there are going to charge you a monthly fee. You have your recordings locally and you never have to pay for storage. Customer service, Eufy's got you handled as well. They are on standby for you 24-7 so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by their professional customer service team. Contact them anytime by telephone, email, or live chat. Personally, as a homeowner, I love my Eufy video lock. I have the ability to see what's going on when I'm not home, when packages have has arrived, and, and really the thing I love the most about it, the ease of being able to lock and unlock my doors without having to fumble with my keys and reach in my pocket or wait, no, crap, they're in my backpack, all that sort of stuff. All this is happening while my dogs are barking at me. You know what? Not anymore with the Eufy video lock. I touch it. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. One second doors unlocked much much easier so if you want to jump on board with eufy video lock search eufy video lock that is e u f y video lock again that's eufy video lock e u f y video lock or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door So, yeah, I don't, I would bet money that it doesn't happen, that he gets pulled. So now the question is what happened, you know, assuming that happens, because if it goes forward, then none of this conversation they're going to have really matters. And, of course, it's just a wrestling match versus a serious crime. So how much of it doesn't really matter, Tyler? You know, what are we doing with our lives? Who are we? What are we doing? Um, but, okay, let's say FTR does get pulled. Yes. What happens I- with with the Bucks now? So, uh, as was first reported by Joe Lanza of the flagship Patreon, this was supposed to be a match uh, with Hangman and uh, the Young Bucks versus the Righteous. And it it was supposed to be like a continuation of the Dark Order story. Mm -hmm. And uh, just for what it's worth. um, So, I I, I just... Here, this is something interesting that I got. Uh, from um, friend of the show, um, Nicole. Uh, not your wife, different Nicole. Um, yeah. 
asking talking specifically about this predicament. Um, uh, source says um, who's who's in who was in law enforcement for a long time. This is all legal selling, probably because of the upcoming Wembley show. Looks like the cops are not playing that game. For them to get a warrant overnight of the original incident tells me he's probably in real trouble, and he and his lawyers have pissed off the prosecutors. Um, so that this is all speculation. This is all kind of like legal theory, but it, it's. It, it makes sense why there was this three-week gap from incident to arrest. So just something to be mindful of. But I want to say this. If FTR does get pulled, they're probably stripped of the tag titles. The match to make here that would would at least... Ah! I just got <laughs> bit by my dog. Holy shit. Well, uh, Eclair to, Eclair's missing like 15 teeth. I'm shocked she could bite like that. Um, that hurt a lot. <laughs> so, um, the match here to me that makes the most sense is the Young Bucks versus the Acclaimed. The Acclaimed doesn't really have necessarily a stake to the tag titles, but they're not on the show right now. It feels like they're building something with House of Black, but you could push that to all out. And yeah. the Young Bucks still aren't a title program. So one thing that that resonates with me is remember when it was supposed to be, I think, Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt and like at TLC 2018-2019. And then AJ Styles filled in on like three days' notice, and they just had a four yeah. and a half star match. That's kind of where I'm going here. Just put two teams together that can have a banger and try to make the best out of a shitty situation. That's all they can do, really. Um, you know, uh, I, I, yeah, it's not really clear if the acclaimed or House of Black was going for all in or all out in Chicago. So that's a possibility that they could do. Uh, alternatively, they could do House of Black in a tag match, though. It would be kind of weird from a booking angle to have the champions lose a tag match and then go on to just do an unrelated trios. Um, Lucha Bros, I think, are not married to anyone right now in terms of booking. So that's a possibility. Um, one wild idea is that if Edge is really a free agent after this upcoming SmackDown appearance, um, having him step in for cash to team with uh, Dax Harwood. Um, I mean, they're they're tied. It's known. It's like, you know, not like super public information, but it's reasonably well known, you know. So that would make sense. Um, and also, in a way, would be a big get for AW, though also I'm not super hyped about like what, 2023 edges, you know. Um, I don't know that. I mean, like one really wild idea I had was that you have the Aussie Open match set up, but MGF gets turned on before the match even begins, and so you shift that into Aussie Open against uh, the Young Bucks, uh, either to fill out the pre-show or as the opener on the pay-per-view. Uh, that's some real fantasy booking crap, uh, but you know, I guess it's on the table. Here's some other interesting fantasy booking ideas. You have Shingo Takagi in town. Bring in Hiromu Takahashi and ha- have just a, a match against the Young Bucks. That's a match the Bucks could lose if New Japan doesn't want either of those guys taking a pin. Nobody's yeah. going to care because that match is going to just be freaking incredible. Or like, Bishamon, you know. Yeah, B- Bishamon is a great idea. Ishii and Shibata 
are sure. at Rub, both at Rub Pro in a tag match. Um, you know what? You 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 could do something crazy. Book the velocities. Yeah. Just the velocities are uh, in the Rev Pro tag title match. You, and you know what you could do? Have the velocities come in, lose to the Bucks, and then you know what? Give them the win back at a Rev Pro show for the Rev Pro tag titles. Now you're making the best of a bad situation and you're building a relationship with a new company. So there's so many different ways we can go here. And I'm fascinated to see how this evolves. We're going to obviously find out more on Collision tomorrow night because we have to. Or even Rampage tonight, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's very, I mean, this is huge, obviously. Um, I, I just can't, fa- I mean, again, I won't put it past them, but I can't really fathom the idea that you got a guy get him busted for a felony gun charge, and then you're like, yeah, we're just going to keep him on the show. But it's pro wrestling, so like, it wouldn't really be that much of a surprise. It'd be kind of disappointing, but it wouldn't be that much of a surprise. Um, Let me throw this at you quick, Fred, sure, because yeah. we got we to go, and there's really not a whole bunch left to talk about. Yeah, I mean, at this point, we're just book- speculating. How about this fantasy booking idea from Kevin Hare, Voices of Wrestling? It mentions this in the Slack. Change up the card. Do a, Meg- a Golden Lovers versus Young Bucks 2 and Hangman versus Takeshita, and then you can evolve the... Uh, Omega to catch this stuff for all out. Uh, I mean, that's an op- opportunity as well. I mean, you could maybe condense something down with a bullet club gold uh, angle as well too. Uh, but I mean, yeah, there's just so much, so many possibilities right now. Hopefully they'll be able to turn this negative into at least an on-screen positive and have some good matches come out of it. But yeah, um, massive, um, absolutely massive AW story and a uh, sad one. Um, hopefully, no one was really hurt. Um, and hopefully, you know, uh, if Cash is having issues, hopefully he gets them straightened out and is doing better soon, I guess, is what I'll say. Um, yeah, which I'm the best, best case with. scenario is this is 100% self defense. Worst case scenario is Cash Wheeler does real time in federal prison. Um, we don't it know. Is, it, it is a gun law. Something, yeah, it could be something completely in between. All we know is the facts based on what we've been told by the Orlando Sentinels news story. And we will continue to update as we know more. But that is going to be it here today. Please like, comment, subscribe. And we're going to keep you updated on all things FTR and all things all in. One thing to keep in mind. Watch CM Punk try to weasel his way into this match with Dax Harwood. Oh, yeah, you got to figure that he's, like, lighting up uh, Tony Khan's phone and the, the Bucks' phone to try to be like, hey, we can work together. And uh, <laughs> I doubt that they'll be like, yes, now that now I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you can hear, little Missy Claire is panting at, at the idea of CM Punk doing more CM Punk things and being CM Punk. It's It's just a nightmare scenario. With that, top guy Fred... Top guy, Tyler. Take care. See y'all. Hola, hola. My name is Ricardo. I am the host of the Lucha Jovers podcast here in the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. We are a Spanish-speaking show dedicated to discussing and analyzing pro wrestling from all across the world. From AW to CMLL, we talk about American wrestling, Japanese wrestling, and, of course, Lucha Libre. If something big happened in the pro wrestling world, we will talk about it. So if you know Spanish or have a friend that knows Spanish or want to practice your Lucha Libre pronunciations, go listen to the Lucha Jovers podcast right here in the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network.
Nos vemos por ahí.